Hello everybody, hello everybody, hello everybody, and welcome back to episode number three, episode 20, episode 14 this week, Coops, entitled Honky if you're gawny. Cam, are you, are you honking there, or? <laughs> you are? <laughs> He's lost it before we've started. Uh, Sir Acker would be interesting, I can't see the queen, uh, with the way our rules are, we're giving any more knighthoods to Australians, but uh, you never know, like. Welcome everybody to the Behind the Bounce podcast. Cooper, hello. Hello, Jack. How are you, mate? Uh, I'm not bad, Cooper. How are you? Uh, not too bad on this uh, Wednesday night. That's, that's lovely from you. We're just getting used to our new intro, everybody. We, we're trying to make it a little bit more laid back and a little bit less robotic. So we're just, we're just trying to form it into a, like a conversation. It's not quite working, I don't think, but uh, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Abuse me, talk. Situation. I apologise about uh, last week, too, Dixie. We've... Uh... We we slipped up there. We uh, let an episode slide through. Uh, I'd like to to just put in a, a a quick little rebuttal to that, Cuba. I did not slip up. You slipped up. I sent you a message, bang on when when I usually do it with the agenda, and you were like, "Nah, sorry, mate, I've got footy training." I was like, "Right, well, I see where <laughs> AI stand and B where the podcast stands, so that's great." Uh, so we we would like to apologise to Boydie because we've uh, yeah we we've let him down there, but we are back with with episode 24 tonight it's actually a little bit ironic that uh that it is episode 24 because last episode we recorded was episode 23 and that is obviously synonymous with uh shane keith warren who unfortunately passed away last sunday or like saturday night sunday morning type uh situation and, and coops i feel like just for one it's going to be like a michael jackson prince sort of death like I think we'll remember this as sort of like a where were you when Shane Warne sort of died. Yeah. Uh, that's just how big of a figure he was. But this is probably the biggest or the closest or the hardest I've been hit by a celebrity death. Would you say the same thing? Yeah, I think um, being obviously, you know, from Australia and being such a big influence on not only cricket, like this, the sporting world, obviously he's gone into um, comment or he, you know, went into commentating and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think so. I I'd agree with you there, yeah. Yeah, and like I was just sort of sitting there. I was away in Port Ferry and I sort of got up. My phone was on charge in the kitchen and I walked into the kitchen and, and mum's like, oh, there's going to be some sad news on that phone this morning. And I checked it and like the first thing I said was, who's died? And I was like, obviously, and I sort of thought, uh, like, it can't be that close to me, which is, you know, God bless sort of thing. Um, yeah. Or else you would have told me. And then, yeah, I checked it. And, yeah, it was like my phone had just blown up. And, like, Shane Warne's passed away. I was like, shit. Like, yeah, I've just, I feel like I've lost a part of my summer. Like, he was in my lounge room every every day for six weeks and um, mm. and all, all the rest of it. And now it's sort of gone. But I think it's just a bit of perspective as well. Like, you know, 52 is, is so young. And I guess we're at an age now where we can appreciate, appreciate those things and, and fully understand uh, the concept of, of death, me being 20 and you being nearly nearly 18. Jesus, you're getting on as well, Coops. But, uh, but yeah, like, I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, I think I was just more more shattered. Like, obviously, when Phil Hughes passed away, I'm not sure how, how well you remember that, Coops, or how well, you know, you sort of, well, I know that you were obviously quite young when that happened, but, like, that sort of rocked me as well just because you sort of followed it every day. Like, it was like he got hit on the Thursday, 
And then it was like, you know, is he okay on the Friday? Is he okay on the Saturday? He passed away on the Sunday. Or it was something like that. I do that. remember that pretty well. Yeah, I did sort of follow it as well. Yeah, uh, like, like I think like a lot you of get people updates did. on the like almost on the hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was sort of like you know you sort of become invested in that story, whereas you know just to sort of wake up, especially because it happened in the middle of the night as well. Yeah, just to sort of wake up, check your phone as you do, and then cop an absolute gut punch that that yeah Shane Warne's passed away, and I, and you don't have to be a fan of cricket to know what the man did, like you know mm. on the field, off the field, whatever. Was just such a, an influential Australian. So I think, yeah, it's a big loss. He's getting a state funeral on the 30th, I think. Yeah. I saw. Um, renaming the Great Southern Stand, I think it was. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's almost... I think, I think it's, it's great. I, I was going to say I think it's a bit premature, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful sort of way, but they are building a new stand, and I thought that they were going to name that the Shane, like the SK Warren stand. I thought that yeah, they were okay. going to wait and then name that um, yeah. and keep the great Southern stand. But I'm, I'm stoked. Like, that's just such a nice, a mm. nice tribute um, to, to a great man. And obviously, from the um, government. obviously Rod Marsh passed away as well uh, the day yeah. before. So Victorian cricket and, the, well, I, I don't think Rod Marsh was, yeah, he was because they called him Bacchus. Um, but yeah, uh, Australian cricket in general had a very, very rough uh, couple of days. And um, yeah. And yeah, and then the second point on my agenda I've got here, Coops, is, is Katie Meyer. She was a Stanford or is the Stanford goalkeeper in uh, America in, in Stanford University. And she also unfortunately passed away. You might have seen her on my Instagram story. And um, yeah, she passed away as well. And I thought I'd like to bring that to light a little bit. She um, yeah committed suicide at the, the tender age of, of 22. And um, and yeah, that I... I actually think that that until until Warney's uh death a couple of days later um yeah. that is the hardest I've been hit by uh, an outsider sort of passing um because yeah. I looked on her Instagram and we are so alike like the sort of stuff that we we post and and we like use as our captions and stuff like I genuinely feel like I knew her from another life um yeah but yeah I just think it's it's just terrible like I know that whenever anybody passes away it's it's a tragic thing and I'm not not saying that but athletes just don't pass away like that if you sort of get what i mean um mm. like they've got it all like you look at sort of what she had going on in her life she was uh extremely successful in terms of academics she's at one of the top colleges in america uh you know she's captained her squad to win a division one premiership like a, a championship which is extremely difficult to do uh, you know, she had all of this sort of stuff going. She was going to make the, the NCAA, which is the, the most prestigious league over there. Um, but, yeah, just had a silent battle that, that nobody knew about and uh, it become a little bit louder and, unfortunately, too loud as it went on. But I thought I'd bring um, bring that to light a little bit. And, um, yeah, that's sort of my little thing. She's got a, a, a quote, Coops, and I, I think, personally, I'm a person that carries on legacies like you know i wear a black armband every week um for my friend kel who passed away in october um so when i play yeah. bowls i wear a black armband for him and i'm going to start um having btm on a little bit of strapping on my wrist it's uh, for uh be the mentality which i absolutely love it's just uh that was a quote from from her it was in her um, bio and it was the name of her podcast and and that's just like be the mentality mm. you seek like if you want to be great you know, you have to live that great lifestyle of, you know, good habits and all that sort of stuff. If you want to be successful, yeah. 
you have to, you know, you know, you have a successful mindset, you have to, you know, live a successful lifestyle. So, um, yeah, that's just my little bit to start the, uh, the pod. Coops, did you want to jump into the Amy Community Series that we saw over the weekend? Um, yeah, why not? Um, bear with me, just opening up the AFL app. <laughs> Typical. I've gone into the 2021 Amy Community Series. <laughs> and that will probably fall squid. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely ready for that. That's that's typical. Oh, I'm there. Um, so started off the, I suppose you could call it the first. It's not official, but it's it's on the AFL app, so it's part official. First, <laughs> the practice matches learned. It's you know, it's a, it's it's almost like a a real game sort of thing. It obviously, it doesn't count to anything, but it's a it's a full on hit out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yep. full strength, four quarters, you know, straight at it. So Thursday, well, that's it. Um, so Thursday we had Carlton versus Melbourne. Um, yep. Carlton did get up by five points. Uh, yeah, D's are sliding. D's are, I, I repeat, the D's are sliding. Uh, we won't see them in the eight this year, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, ripping game, Coops. What did you think? I didn't watch it, Dixie, but I was at gym that day, but... <laughs> I think a few. I did see a couple of replays of the fifties. Not that that was the decide of the game. I think the D's could have could have done a couple of you know more things that would have would have helped them. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, it was, I'm with it you was on a, that. I'm looking at like the timeline, and it's like a pretty even, even sort of. Although it doesn't show it, they, you know, the D's kick six goals in uh, the second quarter, and the Cats only kicked five. So it's that. When they let them get out to a five-goal first term, it sort of that was they just kept the momentum going, and the D's had to try and catch up and do one better to get anywhere near them. No, I would agree. Like um, five five goals, regardless of whether you're playing Gold Coast or North Melbourne or you know Melbourne, it's yeah. a long way to come back from. Obviously, it's a little bit harder when you're coming back against you know somebody like Melbourne uh, over in North yeah. Melbourne. But uh, yeah, it is it is always quite difficult. Fifty meter penalties, coops. It was in my uh, notes a little bit further down, but we may as well get onto it now, just because the D's were sort of the guinea pig for them. Yeah, uh, given the fact that they gave away eight, but I feel like the rest of the round, everybody sort of learnt to that. You know, it was like shit. We can't do this. We can't do that. We can't do whatever. Um, yeah. What What do you make of them, Coops? The one we're talking about is it's uh, a fifty meter penalty for descent, which is just being degrading towards an umpire. Yeah, it's borderline for mine. I think that we need to. We definitely need to take a stand to rub out umpire abuse. It's an absolute prick of a thing, and uh, it shouldn't happen. Yeah. But there is a difference between stamping out abuse and abusing your power, I think. Like, there are a few of them. Christian Petrarca is probably the main one. Gives away yeah. a fresh, questionable free kick. He's obviously pissed at himself, sort of clenches his fist, and it looks like he sort of swears at the ground. Uh, and it was 50 metres, cost them a goal. They lost by five. You could say that, that potentially cost them the game. Uh, and it's probably the same. Yeah. There was an Adam Tomlinson one as well. He, uh, I think there was a free kick paid against him, and he sort of told the umpire to look at the scoreboard to like watch the free kick back. And then as the free kick's being replayed on the screen, he sort of laughed, and then th- that was given 50 as well. Like, that's just a bit questionable for mine. Like, it's a game yeah. of emotion, as as Brad Scott said yesterday. Like, 
there is going to be very high tempers and sort of that that sort of stuff mm. flowing. Yeah, so, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, obviously, like if the players don't agree with it, they're going to question it, but it's probably the way that they question it. And obviously, as you said, game of emotion, they're obviously rolled up. They've just given away a free kick. Um, yeah. So the umpire might take that the wrong way. That 50, bring it down, boys. Yeah, and actually, there was a comment made by Kane Corns, so that's already questionable for one, because uh, he's extremely hit and miss, but I actually agreed with it. Um, I've saved it on my Twitter, hang on. Uh, Christian Petrarca gave away a free kick, uh, grimaced and clenched his fists, almost, and like he was almost having a crack at Patrick Cripps, saying, like, you ducked uh, 50 against them and a goal. Uh, if that was a final, are we going to cop that, is what he said, and I don't think so. I think that that's very, very questionable. I think the tweet's yeah. been deleted. That's funny. But, um, yeah, I, I'm the same. Like, there, there's a difference. Like, you know, if you're Toby Green and you're, you're having a having a real Barney, just using him as an example or whoever, uh, I, can, I can see it because they were yeah. paid anyway. But, I mean, if you're questioning, you, know, you should be able to question a, a free kick and just go like, why was what that? What did I do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, without, without it. And 50 metres is such a big penalty. Like, you know, it takes you from 80 metres out to 30. Like, you could be on the wing. It takes you to 30 metres out, pretty much a certain goal. And, the, like, the commentators actually made a good point. Um, in the in the Collingwood game, someone gave away a um, 50-metre penalty um, when Pendlebury was kicking out from goal because he was injured and he was limping through the mark to get off the field. And they gave away a 50-metre penalty, but they took him to um, just past the centre circle. <laughs> <laughs> and they said that, you know, um, what's the go? Uh, oh, that's pretty funny good. that they took him nearly 100 metres. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty season for everybody, I guess. But um, And like James Jordan's one too. Dilksy, did you want to um, touch on that one? Yeah, so it was a double, wasn't it, Coops? Yeah, uh, it was 100. Uh, yeah, hundo. Think, that's country footy areas. I think um, James Jordan's was probably uh, a little bit questionable. Like he, I don't know. That one was questionable, but obviously then um, I'm sure everyone's seen it where Viney ran in front of the bloke trying to get to his mark. You can't yeah. do that. He was being told, move out, move out, Jack, move out, and he wouldn't. So that's, you know, play on. Yeah, that one, well, it's not play on. It's another 50, but I understand oh, well, the reference yeah. of, you know, moving on. <laughs> um, it's one of those ones that's been in the game for ages. It's now classed yeah. under time delay, which you can't do. I really don't understand why they don't get out of the way. Like, just sticking your arms up isn't going to stop you running sort of thing. Like, mm. And I can understand it because a 50-metre penalty like that where it's taking you, you know, it's one of those ones where the player's obviously running in front of you. There's yeah. a fairly good chance that he's going to keep going. Like, he's, off, not yeah. going to, he's not going to get to do his mark and stop, have a look around, you know, maybe kick it back. Like, he's going to keep going. So I can understand yeah. wanting to keep contact with him, but... You just have to understand that, look, Someone the, else the disposal is going to... Yeah, correct. And the disposal is going to go regardless of whether you're, you're 10 metres behind him or, or right next to him. And, and, and yeah. really, like, if you're taking him from the back pocket to almost their Ford 50, is it really worth it? Probably not. Yeah, good. that's true. Uh, but, yeah, and, and also, yeah, time delay, that's also a thing, Coop. So there's no more move it on anymore. It's just a straight play on. Uh, which okay. I I do like. I also don't like it at the same time. Why? I think it's it's great 
if your team does not have the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. If, if you've got the ball, you want to I want to wait. Especially, yeah. like, imagine that. Half a minute to go, tight game. You've got it in the back pocket. You're going to have to kick it down the line 99 times out of 100. What's what's the, the benefit of, of of another five seconds? Because that kick 100 times out of 100 gets sport out of bounds for one. Uh, but, you know, for two, like, I want to take as much time like, off the clock as I can. Can you can you not tell my players to, to play on straight away? Thanks. Yeah. No, I, I think I agree as well. Like, with your... With that sort of thing, like, if you've got the ball, you want it to... Because, like, a lot can change in, you know, a couple of seconds. Yeah. Like, especially along down the line, you know, it spills out the back, you know, off the ground, through for a goal, bang, withdraw, you know. Yep, I'm there. Mm. Uh, Coops, there are another couple of games. I think we saw a mini-finals preview uh, on the Friday night. I know, obviously, it's it's pre-season, whatever. We've still got a couple of weeks. But the, the Lions and the Dogs in a really, really good game. Yeah, no, uh, that, was I, a, that was a ripping game. I love watching that. Bevo's that so got the close. Copper Reed moustache going on. What a bloke. Oh, dear. I didn't see that. That's incredible. No, that was a ripping game. Like, that was tight from, from pillar to post. Um, yeah. The Lions had a big second quarter and then a shit last quarter, so they sort of evened each other out. But, you know, like, on a goal. Mm. That was such a good game. I listened to it on the radio. Uh, obviously, didn't oh, see I hate it, that. yeah, it's terrible. But mm. um, yeah, I think I think the doggies are sort of showing. Uh, I think that they're they're very very close to becoming a Geelong. Uh, you sort of look at that. Look at look at the disposals anyway. McRae thirty three, Dunkley thirty two, Trelaw twenty nine, Daniel twenty three, Bontempelli twenty two, Smith twenty two. They're uh, seven of the top nine disposal getters, but they lost. Yeah. So it's sort of like all the gear, no idea. You've got all the stars, but no team <laughs> chemistry sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Or either that or, or no no four targets. Like Norton kicked three, but he was uh, – and then Trelaw kicked two, but they were the only multiple goal scorers, uh, whereas McStay, Cameron, um, and Bailey all kicked multiples. So – uh, I think that, yeah, they're going to struggle because obviously Bruce isn't going to play until very, very late on. And even still, I'm not sure how fit he'll be because he obviously did his ACL in like round 23 or something. So he'll be he'll be a while off. Um, and, yeah, Jamara, I don't even know what he's doing because I don't think he kicked one, did he? I don't think so, no. No, I, don't, I just looked at it, I should know, but no, I don't think he did. Shit, no, he didn't. He's your ki- yeah, he's your future, doggies fans. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Not good. Not good <laughs> at all. <laughs> but it's like, that's yeah. the sort of thing, like, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to say he's young and whatever, but he, yeah, he didn't kick anything. Um, so that's that's interesting. Uh, I think we'll skip over the, the next few games. We'll probably go on to the Saints and the Bombers. Uh, we got up. We're going to win the flag. Uh, moving on. Uh, Collingwood and GWS Coops. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, fair Sydney call. North Gilks. How, how much do you read into to practice matches, Coops? Because this, obviously, I want to hear it from your perspective of, uh, of yeah. somebody who probably isn't going to make finals this year. Obviously, we're, oh, yeah. we're a chance. 
Um, oh. and, oh. <laughs> Go on. No, 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 carry on. Oh, and the other one was like obviously the – well, actually, you tell me how much you uh, rate practice matches in terms of how – like as an indicator, and then I'll give you an example. Um, well, I – I – Enjoy it. It's footy. It's it's you know it's AFL. Um, but obviously they don't mean much, so I don't really care. Yeah, I don't enjoy watching the pies. Yeah, especially after seeing the old the un the unofficial practice match against Hawthorne. I was like, oh boys, let's go. <laughs> but anyway, what's yeah, kick, kick twenty seven goals. Well, no, like I just like to see like what your opinion is when you sort of go okay. It is a practice match. That's that's all fine. But then you see Steel Sidebottom get sixteen disposals and go, Oh shit, is that actually gonna play into his form going into round one? Like, is he on the way out, sort of thing? Um mm. and it's the same like Elliot only kicked one goal. Like, how much do you read into sort of practice match form as well? Uh yeah, look, Ollie Henry kicked three, so that's our future. Sorry, doggies. Um <laughs> No, yeah, no, you're right. Four of the highest possession getters. Jake Kelly getting forty-one. He's just playing around with the ball to get his stats higher. Real leather, leather poisoning type. No, yeah, twenty-four handballs, Coops. I'm with you. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you. I sort of see where you're coming from, and I sort of agree um, with you there somewhat. But you, I can't really disagree. There's obviously that's going to have an effect, but it, it obviously depends on the players too if they actually read into it or if they do, couldn't give a shit. Yeah, I think that there, there is there is a little bit of a difference. Like you sort of look at, like they were all quite tight games, apart from yours, of course, um, mm. which was the only game over forty points. But um, they were all quite tight. Like you look at that, and like if I'm I'm a, a Hawthorne supporter looking at the tie, because I go shit, that's actually quite a good performance. But then you sort of look at another, like you know, North. You probably go, okay, that's probably better than when we thought. But like my main thing is just looking at the the Western Derby again. And going, or practice matches obviously mean shit all because in yeah. the the pre-practice match they played last week, the Dockers got up by ninety-seven, and now they only got up by thirteen. Like what's changed? Yeah, sort yeah, of thing. No, I, I agree. And there was a few um, few suspensions come out of that one, Dukes. Were they the only suspensions? There's a couple of couple of fines and stuff handed out in the in the derby, but. I don't think that I think I don't think fines should be a thing in the Amy community series. What the shit is that about? That's ridiculous. No rules, you reckon? I th- well, I think suspensions. Oh, should, a week off. Suspensions should be a thing. Um, I think that yeah. obviously, if it's bad enough, I don't think people should be fined. No. No. Well, oh. imagine no. if you're like a, a VFL sort of calling. Mm. You because know, obviously the interchange rules and stuff are different. Like, imagine yeah. that coming in. You're not actually on the AFL list. You just well, like you haven't played an AFL game. You're not you're on the list. Oh, here's a three thousand dollar fine for bumping someone. <laughs> I just don't, I don't quite yeah, understand that. He's nah, not paid that much. He's not paid to do that. I think suspensions, yes. Um, yeah, but like yeah. even like Paddy McCartan played on the weekend, and as we were talking about at Rebel yesterday, he's suspended for the first five matches because he belted somebody in the VFL. So it's like, it makes no, it's like, there probably shouldn't be any rules to be honest. If we're going to, if we're going to do that. Yeah. No, no rules. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, Brazzy Maynard, Coops, he, he mm. gave Daniel Lloyd an ear massage. 
uh, cop two weeks. What do you make of it, being a Pies supporter? Uh, it was a pretty stupid one to give away, really. Yeah. Yeah, he was already um, late, wasn't he? He was what? He was already late to the ball. Yeah, no, he was. he's not going to get it. Like, he can move your arm over his head and jump over him and go past him. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. But that's... Um, it sucks, but that's that's Braden. Um, <laughs> I love him, though. I love his physicality, though, when it's actually yeah. by, the, by yeah. the rule book. Love, love him. But, um, yeah, that one was probably not needed. Just a point on Braden Maynard, too, Coops. He's extremely lucky that the descent rule wasn't brought in in the 2018 grand final because it would have been 50 in a certain goal. Sorry, sorry to bring that up, Coops. I didn't, I didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, we'll move on, Coops. You were talking to me at Rebel yesterday um, about a, a list item that you wanted to bring up. Oh, yes. Let me get my notes. <laughs> Shit, look out. Let him get his notes, he reckons. Yes, I found him. Right, so, Dixie, I want to talk about the consistency of suspensions. Yes. Um, so, um, Bucks has actually questioned it. So, that's a surprise. But um, the consistency of the gambling punishment mm-hmm. um, that was handed to Reese Nichols, obviously we know, we heard the other week that he got um, a too-much ban and was fined 5000 for making 10 yep. bets, totaling $256 Australian currency. Um, now, compared <laughs> to the heavier penalty given to the uh, to, to Jaden Stevenson in 2019, Stevenson copped a 22-game ban, of which 10 games uh, were suspended, and a $22,000 fine. $22,000. Yeah, it's a lot of coin. It's a lot of coin. Now... And now he, he he was found guilty of making three bets on Collingwood matches. So, um, you know, if he bets on himself, then that's a bit... Like, I understand why he might have got a little bit more, but the bets only totaled $36 and all lost. So... Yeah. Now, but, uh, like, again, the bets uh, included the markets on Collingwood to win, the winning margin, and to Stevenson to kick a goal. Obviously, he has no influence on the margin, and if he's going to win. No, but, but he can. goal part... Yeah, and he obviously didn't. He lost money, so yeah. <laughs> but he had a, yeah, he had a stinker. I just don't see the like. He, there's no consistency with that. Um, yeah. He old Reese spent a lot more money on it than Steve O. Yeah, Steve O was probably just you know a piss take, just taking the piss with the boys, and then obviously <laughs> he got twenty two thousand and uh, a twenty two game ban. Which is but, a whole year if you wanna if you wanna dump you that for the for the viewers at home. That's a that's a full year of games. If, uh, yeah, correct. Uh, so that that's one thing. No, I, I do agree with you, Coops. There, there's a lot of a lot of grey areas in the in the I just I'd like to see how they graded it, you know. Like yeah. what they do with um, you know, hits in the head and whatnot. Yeah. Like what's actually um made them give that sort of did well, they see, need money? I, I did, think, you know, what even if you're banned Nichols, how many games do you get banned? Two. Five. Five. I think probably 12 is probably your precedent, isn't it? Because yeah, well, you suspended Steven, Steven, Stevenson, if I could get my words out, they, they suspended Stevenson for 22, but then they obviously suspended 10 of those, which it just means like he'll serve them. I don't even know when he'll serve them. Potentially like... Um, yeah. 
I, yeah, I don't know why they did that. Maybe it's like if they get to finals or if they miss out on finals, like he serves them because there's games yeah. going. Um, or like maybe at the end of his career, he'll serve them. I don't know. Because I know mm. that when, when they suspend a fine, it's like it just gets paid at the end of the year. I don't really understand okay. why they're suspending suspending games. Uh, but like, yeah, even if you wanted to, to go, okay, well, we did suspend Steve-O for 12 games. That's our precedent. Yeah. Uh, and that's a lot of money too. Like he obviously spent, how much did he spend? I wasn't really listening. 36 bucks. No, how much did Nichols spend? 256. That's a lot of coin. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I'm a bit confused by that. I'd like to see how they graded it as well. Yeah. Because uh, it's a big, that's a big discrepancy. Hmm. Um, did you have any other games you wanted to touch on? Obviously, obviously it's pre-says and we will touch on all of them next week. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think um, I, I think that that's just about it. Like they they sort of happened. I feel like because we we don't want to uh, count out eggs before they hatch, sort of thing. Uh, we won't go through all of them because then we won't have anything to talk about next week. Mm. Uh, just in terms of player previews and whatever. But I think we touched on the key issues uh, that we needed to. Nick yes. Daycock. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dill made a very good point at Rebel yesterday uh, that he. Wanted to ask you, uh, how high is Nick Dacos's ceiling in comparison to somebody like Jason Horn Francis? And that's a ripping question for one. Uh, I don't think that Nick Dacos's ceiling is very high, and that's just me personally. But mm-hmm. I say that because I feel like he's a ready-made footballer, and there's not much else to put on top of that cake. Yeah. So I feel like he got thirty-one on the weekend. Yeah. I feel like that's probably his ceiling. Of maybe yeah. 30, 35 is his ceiling. Whereas Jason Horn Francis had like 20 disposals but kicked two goals. He can easily become a 30 and four type midfielder. Yeah. So I think it's a bit like the, the last name sort of basis. It's like, okay, Dacos has got the last name being a legend and his brother's yeah. quite a good footy baller as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think his ceiling is as high as Jason Horn Francis, but I think that. He'll be more consistent, if that makes sense. He'll be a bit Pendlebury-esque. Yeah. What do you think, Coops? What do you see in, in, in Nicky Dacos? Um, I'm, I'm excited. Like, obviously, he got the most for... Uh, most disposals for Collingwood on the day. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm Like, we've seen him twice now. Like, it, there was a couple of things I was like, shit, that was all right. The old, you know, <laughs> handball over the head. Could have been a fluke. Not draw. But... It landed on the run. Uh, I think it was inside with a thread basket and he was off. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm keen to see, like, you know, hopefully he makes his official debut in round one and yeah, and they sort of go from there. It's one of those ones, I think, that, that you're in a little bit of a, a different position to me because we obviously tried to build a premier, uh, buy a premiership because uh, yeah, we okay. every man and his dog a couple of years ago and they're sort of just starting to gel together now. But I think it's it's very exciting for you to have gone back to the draft a little bit and to then see all of your draftees sort of come together at once and, and, and go through that way. I think that that's good. And obviously, if you can get, obviously, um, Dacos and, and, and Dacos as well, both of them. Uh, and then you got like Will Kelly and, and Flynn Appleby and then um, Caleb Poultry is another one. Uh, who I yeah. think Ginevan's looking real good. Your mate, uh, but like I think that it's it's a lot better to go that way and sort of just see everybody come up instead of doing what 
we did and, and what North Melbourne absolutely failed to do when you just try and bring in a bunch of people on a bunch of coin, realise that AFL doesn't work that way and, and um, yeah, you've just put yourself back another five to ten years. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you, Dilksy. Did you want to get into some uh, some predictions, Coops? I, I've seen a yes, few YouTube, YouTube videos uh, come up over the past okay. week. We could have done a full episode but uh, on just our predictions, but oh, we're not that interesting. And there's only two of us. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll go through we'll go through four. Uh, and then top Coop, four. if you've got any... No, like four predictions. So top four, our Brownlow oh, yes, 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 prediction, yes. our Premier... Our, like who's our Premier? And then who's going to win the Wooden Spoon? Is there any more that we need to add to that, Coops? I don't think we're we're too well brushed up on the Rising Star. Uh, so that can jam it. Coleman, yeah. I don't think the Coleman's overtly interesting. Uh, yeah, so no, we'll jam that as well. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe a, a headline that we'll see this year. What do you think is a headline that'll come out as well? So we'll do that as well. Uh, okay. who, who, who's your top four and why? Um, fuck. Oh. <laughs> uh, top four? Yeah, In no particular order? Uh, oh, I don't, I don't mind. Uh, okay. Uh, Brisbane? Yeah. Number one? Number two, I am going to go with probably the D's. Yep. Number three, the Pies. No, <laughs> no I'm joking. <laughs> uh, Good for me. Oh, number three. Ooh. Gee, so you could... Sorry. Um, I might give a reason. Number three, we'll go the oh, Port on an on front row. Number yeah. three, we'll go Port. Yeah. Number four, we'll go. This is ballsy. The Tigers. Yeah, I like that. That's a little bit left field, but I like it. Mm. Just a little bit left field. I'll give you mine, and then we'll 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 brainstorm. So I had the Lions top. I think it's the year that they finally do something. Yeah, uh, and come together like that midfield is just at the right age now. They've had a few years where it's like shit, losing prelim finals all the time actually hurts like a bitch. Uh, so yeah. they'll actually come good this year and, and do something. I think yeah. the D's second. I think they'll have a really good year. I just think that they might drop a couple of games that I think we'll see the Melbourne of old creep in a little bit and they might drop a game to a Gold Coast or a North or an Adelaide that they probably yeah. should. Um. Then I think we've got the – see, I think that Port – I've got the Doggies third. I just think that they're just a classy outfit. I think your Doggies would be fifth, and then that that whole even top five will rotate all year. Yeah, I'm the same. And then I had Port in fourth just because they'll win yeah. enough games at Adelaide to um to get them through. But I, I like that, and I like the fact you put the Tigers there as well. I think that's a really good shout just because they've obviously they'll have a quite – a healthy list in comparison. Um, and they've they got an extra, extra month of pre-season as well. Yeah, and they're going to want, you know, to to prove all the people that write them off, I guess. Well, that's the thing. And even, like, just that club culture as well. Like, I've been... This is a very left-field comment from me. Uh, I've been looking on LinkedIn for, for some, some jobs and stuff. 
Richmond yeah. have got got a couple going, and you have a look and you click on the this like it comes up with a description about the job, and it in it, all of them it just says come and work for a premiership winning. Actually, I might get one out up just while we're we're talking about it. But um, no, I think that's good. Uh, who have you got in five? Who? Well, we'll go through because I don't think that anybody can get close to defining who's going to finish between five and eight because there's about 700 people that could. Mm. Um, who do you think finishes... Who do we think finishes in that five to eight? Um, Obviously, you've got the doggies are there for you. Oh, doggies, yes, five. Five doggies. Um, six... This is left field, Sainers. Oh, home final. I'm there. Oh. Gee, this is hard. <laughs> this is very hard, actually. Um, yeah. Seven. Carlton. Yep. Eight. Geelong. Oh, I thought you were gonna. You thought you were gonna make them drop out. I was expecting to say so. You've just dropped out uh, Geelong and both the Sydney teams. That's ballsy from you. No, no. I well, think... look, I was gonna put Geelong at number nine, but then I'm like, oh, the, like the Swannies. Don't get me wrong, they they go all right, but also, um, uh, who was I just gonna say? The shit. I don't know. Gold Coast might make a surprise entrance. Piss off. I'm not having that. <laughs> not a chance. Um, nah, it's one of those ones, Coops. I'm, I'm just going to rattle off a bunch of teams. You, these teams can finish between 5 and 11. I don't really care. You've got, uh, well, I'll say St Kilda, Carlton, Essendon, Fremantle, GWS, Sydney, Geelong. Oh, so you've said all the 18, yeah. Makes sense. Like, I can't pick yeah, who's going to finish in between 5 and 8 this year. Feel someone just gonna finish in the top eight that shouldn't. Plus, then whoever I said, like a bit of surprise. Yeah. Oh, Richmond as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, oh, like I just no thanks. <laughs> I just am not. I, I I'm so excited for the footy. I think I'm a bit nervous because I know that my team's going to be in that log jam. Like we're not a top four team, uh, and we're also not good enough to be a team that sits fifth all year, but sort of yeah. leads the way. Like. You have a look at it, and I think fifth was fifth by like, you know, they were in the eight by like three games or something. So, um, I don't think we're good enough to be that either. So I'm a bit nervous being in the log jam, but I just that just seems like pain pain to me in like um, <laughs> in late August. <laughs> but it's just not going to sit well with me. But I I like it because it's um it, it is good. I think that um. Yeah, I don't think Sydney will go as well as a lot of people think. I think that I I believe that they just overcapitalised last year. They got so much youth in that team. Yeah, they can't sustain that for for donkeys years. Whereas I feel like somebody with Carl like Carlton will probably replace them just because they've got a little bit of experience in that mix as well. Yeah. Um, Dixie, how'd you go with your searching on the LinkedIn? Yeah, 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 I found it. So, like, they just talk about club culture, like, uh, 
like about uh, in the about us section, it just goes: the club's vision is to build a strong and bold future, both on and off the field, through living our purpose of connecting to thrive and win. Uh, and then they talk about, um, yeah, just them being. Uh, what's this in here? Yeah, like they're just like a, a success. It's just like if you want to build a million dollar business, you got to start like a million dollar business from day yeah. one sort of thing. Like they just talk about winning flags in everything. It's like you just got to you just got to be like that. Coops, we've still got all of these bloody these predictions to go. Who's Brown. the Brownlow medalist? Uh, the Bond Dukes. He fell short last year, but I think he'll be back. Yeah, I agree. I think I've, I'm grossly biased here. I think Jack Seal will win it. Nobody's going to take votes off him now that Dunstan's gone and Zach Jones is out indefinitely. Uh, so he'll he'll romp to a Brownlow win. I think there's just too many people. I don't understand how Bont got that many votes last year. Oh, so you don't agree with Bont? No, I love him as a player. I think what he brings to the game is awesome. But you've got 700 midfielders in that collective. Yeah. That's from him. Like, always been the trouble with the doggies. There's so many, of, as you said, there was like nine of the... You know, this nine of seven or whatever. Well, you've uh, got, or, you know, with the high scoring midfielders or yeah. high disposal who will just, yeah, as you said, take votes. Like you've got, well, McRae, ball magnet, umpires love that, vis a vis, to, uh, you know, circa Tom Mitchell. Uh, and then you've got, uh, I said McRae, you've got Dunkley, you've got Hunter, you've got Trelaw, you've got Bailey Dale, you've got Caleb uh, Daniel, ba- Bailey Smith. There's plus them Bont. There's eight people there, <laughs> and there's only you know three players that they can give them to. Um, yeah, and it's like that's what cooked Petrarca or Oliver, depending on which side of the fence you're on. That's what cooked them last year. Is they just took votes off each other. That's yeah. why Ollie Wine stormed a victory was because they won a lot of games. No, uh, he played. Him. He played well, and both moved forward. Yeah. No, that's actually, you raise a good point there. There was not many people that could take them off uh, Ollie Wines unless you were, you know, a forward kicking seven. Yeah, but, but they didn't do that because the modern day midfielder can now go forward and kick two. Like Jack Steele, I think, was averaging mm. two goals a game or something. Yeah, well, Trelaw kicked three in the grand final, so. Yeah, that served him well, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Uh, who's your premiers, Coops? <laughs> oh, dear. Um,. <laughs> they're not making the eight, but they'll win the flag. Um, <laughs> who's my premiers? Far out. You're asking a lot. Premiers. Uh, premiers. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that the D's will go very, very close. Uh, I don't think they'll make the granny. I think it'll be a D's, uh, a dogs lions sort of affair. Um, yeah. As bad as it is for the for the dogs to lose two in a row, but I think it's Brisbane's time. Like they're on the verge of becoming old. Yeah. I understand that their midfield's like twenty seven, but you know between twenty four and twenty seven, but like their top end is extremely old. Uh, like yeah. Rob Robbo's only going to go around for another year. Yeah. Um, they haven't exactly. Yeah, he's been on talks with his manager. Has he? But he's after, like, you know, what he's going to do after footy. In case he said he's preparing himself, in case Fags taps him on the shoulder. Yeah, right. I think that's mm. a fair call. Because they haven't exactly built their list up. Like, 
You look at Melbourne, I think that they were the only top eight club in the league that actually brought people in. Like, they brought in Luke Dunstan. He'll be Casey, Casey's best midfielder, and I'm not, not afraid to say that. <laughs> um, but it's like the Lions, like, the doggies didn't do it. Like, no, nobody brought in good players. Yeah. You know, they didn't bring in depth. You know, the Lions did it a couple of years ago with um, Joseph Danaher. Uh, but then they obviously missed. They they you know they shot for the top and miss. Um, but yeah, the D's are the only, and you know they won the flag. They they're probably the team that should probably be going backwards from now. But yet they're still trying to go forward. So I think that they're in a good spot as well. But I think the Lions will finally do something, as I said. Uh, and Coops, who unfortunately wins the the spoon? Uh, I'm thinking it would be North again, or yeah. or now I know who I want to say. But I'm not going to say it. Same oh, person I said to win the flag that from outside of the eight. Uh, oh, you reckon the pies might drop that far? No, I don't think it'll drop that far, no. Um, I think it'll be West Coast are at a good chance. Wow. Oh, no, I, I just hate them. <laughs> Christ, they beat you in one grand final <laughs> and uh, you can't be public enemy number one. Know who to pick? Like people can make surprise entrants. We basically you rattled off seventeen teams that could make the eight. So <laughs> I don't know who to pick. <laughs> That's genuinely true, though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if West I can't Coast write anyone off. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I'll who go. Are you off? I think it'll be either. I don't think North will finish bottom. I think they'll actually be okay. They'll finish seventeenth, but it'll be honourable. And uh, I, I'm either. I'm thinking. Either Gold Coast or Hawthorne will get the spin. Yeah, I was going to say Hawthorne, the Box Hill. Yeah, the Box Hill Hawks. I just think that they're at that at that um, point where they're just going to like they're just plateauing, and it's yeah. no fault of their own. Like they won three three flags in a row, or was it four? They won enough flags anyway. Um, it was always it was four people, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, uh, 2013, 14. 15, no. 16. No, the doggies won 16. Oh, they did too. Do we? Back to back. And then it was the Tigers. Back yeah. to back to back to shit. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> All right, to be fair, I'd take that. If we won three flags and then won the wooden spoon the next year, I wouldn't really care. I've just yeah, won three flags in a row. But no, I think that, I think, you know, that's just the natural the natural cycle of, of footy. You know, you will have it's a life cycle, isn't it? really shit periods of time. We've had enough. I want I want some good footy, but I'm not going to say it. Um, and then, what do you reckon we're going to see, Coops? Do you reckon there's going to be a headline this year that um, that we will see during the year? And that's a really tough one to put you on the spot for, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and you probably thought about it. So. No, I didn't. I genuinely thought about it. Oh, beautiful. As I asked. At least both on the spot, then. I um, the <laughs> Dustin Martin gets traded to Collingwood. No. <laughs> Oh, that's so dumb why to say that. Uh, <laughs> ah, good, bad, otherwise, what do you reckon? Uh, good or something? Oh, mine was, you mine was um, Gold Coast finish. Uh, Gold Coast win the Wooden Spoon franchise in doubt or something like that. Like, I think yeah. I think it might be the beginning of the end for the old cold ghost, especially if... if Stuart. Well, Stuart Jewel. Stuart's in they, trouble. They play like shit. Ben King will yeah. come home because he's done his ACL. He'll get homesick. Uh, plus, his contract's up. So, uh, that's not good. And uh, I think that think might be curtains, especially if Tasmania are knocking on the door with this $225 million stadium. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. 
you know, if they if they show that you know you build it, they will come. I think, um, especially if Gold Coast play shit, there might be a relocation. It might be a. Uh, a then Gold Coast will shut their doors. It could be a could be a yeah, uh, an eviction notice at Metricon. <laughs> I'm not that, sure. That'd be the first time that's ever happened, isn't it? Ah, uh, the first time since I can remember. The only one I can sort of think of was that university team that ran around for a bit. I know they had a team in the Bendigo League. I'm not sure if that was like national or whatever, but uh, I think it was. I think it was somewhat national. Hang on, I'll Google it just before we go. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, but it's the first time, yeah, that I'd, I've just hopped in university. It's just come up with Deakin. Uh, university AFL. Who was it? Melbourne University. Mm. Um, they're in the the are oh, they in the AFA? So no, they weren't. They weren't uh, like in the the Victorian amateur. So, so the not first the AFL club to fold, you reckon? I think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's harsh, but it's it's probably coming. I was like, what else can you you give them? You gave them the first ten draft picks for a hundred years. You gave them Gary Ablett for God's sake, and then they come, man, out, they, they come out and in their what twelfth or thirteenth season they still haven't made finals and look like they're going backwards. Whereas GWS, their younger brother, has made it to a grand final, built themselves from the ground up, and have barely missed finals. Like, where'd you go wrong, sort of thing? Plus, yeah. GWS look like they're actually doing okay membership-wise. I think Gold Coast have got like 8,000 members or something. GWS have doubled them. Yeah, it could be could be, uh, could be, be down tools for the Gold Coast boys. <sighs> what a life. All right, Coops, I'm, uh, I think we're just about done. It's been a good episode uh, today, I, I, I believe. And I, I agree. Um, you agree? Back next week. We will be, yeah. Uh, Wednesday, Coops. And one preview. Uh, correct. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, I should. Oh. Yeah, we will uh, catch you all next time.